if you're the kind of dad who believes in banana bread diplomacy, and we'll tell you what that means in a few minutes, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D, the podcast celebrating suburban dad life and the lives of dads wherever they may be, from the International Space Station to a yurt somewhere in Colorado. That is us. Welcome to season number seven, episode number nine, calling this one Dad's Gone Wild. Now, don't worry, there aren't going to be any racy spring break videos. We call it Dad's Gone Wild because we have a good friend, Dave Brecker, who is on the program. He is the CEO and founder of a a television production company called Prompton Circumstance, but he is also a wild and crazy dad who is just dealing with absolute uh, beloved chaos in his house. So we're going to get into that in just a bit. We'll also talk about this whole banana bread thing when he comes on. I I think you're going to love it. Uh, I know we learned a lot about banana bread. But that's a conversation for a later segment. Right now is Adam D. It is my great honor and pleasure to introduce you to my good friend and podcasting partner. He is the opening day of podcast hosts, and he is Coach Randy. Hello, Coach. I love you, Adam D. You're the best. Thank We've been you. waiting for opening day. Yeah, you know, there was a strike, and, yeah. then, and, then, and that, then the weather wasn't good. Yeah, and... no, it was very great. It was very great. So, yes, it, it is opening day. Baseball season is upon us, and I'm sort of kind of happy. But I, I got to be honest with you, Adam D. And I, we'll talk about our kids in our weeks because I know that our yeah. listeners love listening about how our, our banter. Um, I got to tell you, they used to say baseball was the national pastime. You're not feeling it anymore. I just don't think it is. It, it, it really breaks my heart. It's just I think there's so many sports now mm-hmm. that is just quote that. I mean, it's not. We know football, right? People prefer to watch football yeah. over baseball. Heck, basketball prefer yeah. to watch basketball. Yeah. Uh, College football, right? Mm-hmm. College basketball, yeah. Right. As a matter of fact, on opening day, I was looking at all the big events. The Masters was ahead of it. Yep. Everything. You know what? Hockey was ahead of, of baseball. Hard so to believe, right? Well, also hockey is nearing the playoffs, and when it comes to sports, there's no greater spectacle. Well, I shouldn't say no greater, but one of the great spectacles in sports is playoff hockey. Well, yeah, but you one would think opening day. opening day yeah. would would somehow tr- use that, and it's not. A lot it's, of distractions. You like, know what? Forget sports. I think the great American pastime right now is tweeting. Tweeting. <laughs> that are Instagramming. And, and bitching and, and yeah. moaning about what's being tweeted. Yeah, well, so I don't know. I, I am excited, but I, you know, I'm, I'm a Yankee fan. Yep. Been a Yankee fan. I, I'm ultimately a, a baseball fan. I, I'm not, I used to be all about opening day, and I knew all the players who were on the teams, mm-hmm. and now their players are over the place, and i got to be honest. Yeah. You know, a kid who's a great ball player, plays right field, hits a lot of home runs, is a really good role model for the Yankees. I have a hard time, and this is my own personal opinion, gets offered $230 million yes. in today's times. And I know what I'm feeling like trying to put food in family and everything else, middle class, and sorry, I'm just not going to close He declines. He declines. So, so that, that's something that, that puts a bitter taste in my mouth. And I'm like, you know what? I would know what I'd rather watch. 
Girl softball. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Been, you know, you've you've gotten me into that. I don't know if you saw my text. I did. Yeah, you, I was very. You proud. didn't respond. Georgia and Alabama. And I'm like, this is a really good game. Yeah, it was a good, and as soon true. as I said that, the floodgates opened. It was a zero zero game. Yeah. And, and then, then all of a sudden, Alabama scores yes. four runs. Yeah. No. It's it's. Uh, yeah. I I much rather it's a faster paced game, and I'm I just yeah. that's it. That's just my two pieces, okay. and, and it upsets me when someone it's it's, it's public knowledge. Yeah. Two hundred thirty million dollars. What? Well, especially a player like that who is a very very good player. But he seems to get injured a lot, and you're offered all this money. I mean, it's a guaranteed bank it. I know, bank it. You'll never million. have to worry about money in your life ever again. So I think that maybe some that might be some agent talk in his ear. Well, of course it's agent talk because they want to. He might get two fifty, two seventy, whatever it is. But schmucks like us, we're sitting back, doing what we can to to put food on our table, uh, looking at our work. Uh, we're very proud, middle class people, and. Some kid playing baseball hits home runs and strikes out almost all the all time. All the time. It's a different world, coach. So but here's here you know you, yeah. you bring up an interesting point. If you happen to have two hundred thirty million, if you happen mm. to have thirty million a year, and you're a big fan of the Bad to the Dad podcast, there you go. That's a, like maybe you want to sponsor absolutely. the Bad to the Dad podcast. If you'd like to do that, email us at contact us at badtothedad.com. Again, contact us at badtothedad.com. We'll put a whole promotional package for you. We'll, we'll feature you, yes, certainly on the podcast, but also on our social media sites and our website. And we're even getting uh, we're getting some swag. I looked into getting winter hats. It's I know. I Good-looking beanies. Maybe we put a little patch absolutely, of your company. Absolutely. And there's no better time to start getting winter hats than right now here in New Jersey because... I need a winter it's hat. It's April and it's 40 degrees. I need a winter hat. Every day outside I'm watching softball now. Right. It's so freaking cold. Yeah. So speaking of softball, yeah. I know that the spring sports kind of permeate our it weeks. Is. Yes, and they do. And you have you have golf uh, with Adam. Uh, we or got softball. Aiden. I'm Adam. He's Aiden. But some people call him Adam Jr. I get where you're going. It's all right. Honest mistake. Yes. With Aiden. Uh, you had a... Uh, uh, an interesting. You were talking earlier about a story yeah. about golf this past week. So you know, my son likes to play these U.S. kids golf tournaments. Yeah. And they're great tournaments because they're competitive. Yeah, the kids are are great competitors, but the parents are typically very very nice. I think mm-hmm. I've only been paired up with one kid who had one one bad parent mm-hmm. in our let's say twelve tournaments that yeah. we've done. And it's early in the season. Yeah, uh, we had a tournament last week. Uh, just on the other side of the Delaware River in Pennsylvania. Okay. Now, you know the, the thing about my son in tournaments. Mm-hmm. He can never seem to play a tournament where it doesn't rain torrentially. <laughs> doesn't matter what season it is. Doesn't matter what time of year. He's always playing in the rain. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's one degree of difficulty. The other degree of difficulty is his coach, who's a, a fascinating coach. Mm-hmm. He just tweaked his driver swing. So his when grip, you say tweaked, yes. his driver swing. Yeah. It's, it was he helped him work out a few areas where he, he'll become better. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The whole idea of this yeah. tweak is yeah. because my son is now growing. Okay. Uh, and he's playing with, you know, man-sized clubs. He's going to have to adjust his swing in order to get greater distance. Okay. But as you know, golf is a very mechanical game. Mm-hmm. And it takes time mm-hmm. to go from something that's comfortable mm-hmm. to something that's uncomfortable that's going to make you better. I'm sure yeah. in softball... Well, that's all the time. You have to readjust, re- tweak it, whatever it is. Right. Hands up, hands out. So that makes complete sense for those kids who play sports. Exactly. You constantly have to look to improve. So your grip, your stance, your distance from the ball, the way you mm-hmm. uh, you have your backswing, backswing, the way you come through, the way you make contact with the ball, you got to put it all together. And that's, yeah. I think, why golf is such a frustrating game. But I think it's also why people come out and play it because mm-hmm. the frustration keeps you going. Yeah. 
So the changes were fairly recent, and he really wanted to apply them. Mm -hmm. And we started seeing early on at the driving range, while rain was coming down in sheets, mm -hmm. that... We were struggling a little bit. Yeah. We were going to have a problem. And I always say we because we do this as a team. Well, no, because you're a daddy caddy. the daddy caddy. Daddy caddy. Right. So we kind of break and down. And I'm so jealous because I just it's I just, I, I just know, given the time you get to spend with our kids in yeah. sports, it's some quality time that you and Aiden will have as memories forever. It's it's the one sport where the parent gets to go out on the field of play yeah. and participate in some degree. And you're not the jerky dad. You're the kind of dad that is there to support. If I'm the kind of dad <laughs> who supports his kid playing golf, then this is the podcast for me. So, yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, we, we got on the first tee. It's raining cats and dogs. Doesn't hit the ball far off the tee. Mm -hmm. And then we start seeing a pattern here, and he's getting frustrated. So, you know, this tournament, this... Um, organization u.s kids they allow you to withdraw if you want to withdraw mm -hmm. you know if you want to leave the course you can leave the and why course would someone withdraw it? aren't they they'd be concerned about their stakes their their, their ranking well, or something you know, maybe they're thinking i don't want to play in bad weather all right but does it impact your ranking at all that somebody if you have a bad uh, thing you, you know, don't not, know not for a kid like okay. not for a kid like it maybe there are other kids who feel like you know they get points for being in the top five that's what i'm saying status. yeah we're just trying to get better. Well, you are, but, right? but I can see kids just cancel because yeah. it's going to impact their overall result. But I also so. think that there are so, there are these kids who play so often that, yeah. all right, if I withdraw from a couple of tournaments, no big deal, I'll just get the next one. Okay. Um, and, you know, it, it's not super expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, the most you're going to pay is about $100 mm -hmm. for the round. Mm -hmm. Least you'll pay is about $49. Mm -hmm. So in the grand scheme of golf, that's not horrible. Mm -hmm. But some people, you know, you're talking about putting money on the table. Yeah. you got working class dads who want to get their kids in golf. That's a lot of money. That's absolutely for a round. Yeah. Fortunately for us, we have the wherewithal mm -hmm. where we could spend anywhere between $50 and $100 on a round of golf at a very, very nice course. Mm -hmm. And that's what this Shawnee is. Yeah. The whole course is on an island. Mm -hmm. So it's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. A lot of the shots are challenging. You actually have to hit over raging water onto a Yeah, green. you showed me that video of Very, uh, very of challenging. Aiden, so. <laughs> that, that and and the listener, you have to say, Adam is very animated by this. You can see how exciting it is for him to be to be his dad yep. doing this. And so, but it's raining, mm -hmm. and he could have walked. You could have said, "Dad, listen, I, I'm not playing well." And we were we were at that edge. Yeah. We were like five holes in, and, we're, and he's like, "You know, I, I just not getting this." And you know, maybe at the ninth hole, after the ninth hole, we should go home because uh, the rain wasn't letting up. Eventually, it did, but it was still coming down heavy. And I said, "You know." Why don't we do this? Why don't we put the driver in the bag, mm -hmm. leave it there, okay? It's clearly not working for us. You know, when it's not, it's not. And I think most of us have been in that situation where we're just mm -hmm. not feeling it. I said, how about this? After the ninth hole, we try a different club. Mm -hmm. We try the hybrid, or we try the six iron, mm -hmm. which he hits pretty, a pretty well. good distance. Maybe mm -hmm. he doesn't hit it driver, like, yeah. but he'll get it out there 160 yeah. yards straight, which is respectable. Mm -hmm. And the point I'm trying to make here is... You know, when the chips are down, when the elements and the environment are not in your favor. And not in your control. And you're working on something new, mm -hmm. right? It's almost like you're relearning the game, mm -hmm. but you're still out there. Don't quit. Yeah. First, don't quit because That's I would I would rather you come in last mm -hmm. and, you know, shoot a 150, which mm -hmm. is a terrible score. Mm -hmm. But show that you grinded it out mm -hmm. and finished, then have a WD, a mm -hmm. withdrawal. Because mm -hmm. that means you quit. Yeah. And I don't like the, the attitude of quitting. I think it's just too easy. Well, it's, it's easy because once you start quitting, next time it gets easier. It keeps getting exactly. easier. Exactly. Yeah. You, know, you always use that as a bailout. Yeah. And I don't want my kids to ever feel like quitting and bailing out is the way to go, regardless of what you're dealing with. Bad bosses, mm -hmm. 
difficult work, difficult um, schoolwork, or work at actual work when you yeah. get older. Um, Life lessons. Tough projects, things like that. It's like learn. Mm-hmm. Learn. So sure enough, he hit with a six iron, probably added 10 strokes to his score, mm-hmm. did not come in last, mm-hmm. probably hit about 13 strokes higher than he would have. Mm-hmm. But... We finished the round. Yeah, good for and you. And the last hole he parred. Hey! So he finished on a high note. Yeah. Made a new friend. Yeah. Uh, learned a lot about that particular course from the dad because the kid he was partnered with mm-hmm. won that tournament at that course the year, the year before. before. Oh, very nice. So How did the other kid know, shoot? Uh, he shot very well, but he was also frustrated. Oh. He, he was also making some yeah. tweaks. So the way he was hitting, I thought he would be a top three finisher, but mm-hmm. he ended up in like five or six. Still extremely not a bad, respectable. Not a bad job. And, you know, golf is a social game, so, you know, there was a lot of, you know, back-and-forth conversation. I could tell Aiden was extremely frustrated, but... Rightfully so. He finished up, and then uh, we drove home in the rain, and I took my daughter out shopping, and that's a story, uh, it's a different kind of story. That's a different kind of competition when you go clothes shopping with your daughter. (laughs) Um, Long story short, we go to places like Aeropostale and the like, and she picks out clothes, she holds up a a shirt, I say, where's the rest of it? (laughs) Yes. Is there another piece that covers the the stomach? I, I have... I have my rule. No Why are you belly. buying a washcloth with <laughs> yes. sleeves? Yes, no belly, no yeah. belly, and like, Dad, stop! And and I that, get a lot of that. And too. and the thing is, the shirt is just right there on the edge of the pants. Yeah. And you see belly when they lift their hands, right? Uh huh. Because like you know whatever it is, I, I see belly. Dad, stop! But I that that's pretty much where I go. But I've learned to make the comment three or four times, and then. Cool off. This is not listen off. Yeah. This is not listen. But what I do like is that she has a good sense of budgeting now. Yeah, oh good. Like she'll see a shirt she really likes and it's a, at a certain price threshold. She goes, oh no, no, we'll try to find it somewhere else uh, or yeah. something similar for, you know, less, $10 less. less. Yeah, so that's good. that's good. I'm doing my I'm doing my job. So you've had a good week. Yeah, well, my, uh, my week, what is it? Uh, we're now into April. Oh yeah. And uh, lots of softball. Mm-hmm. Cold weather. Mm-hmm. And I love watching my kids. So my oldest, Jess, actually is in Israel. She just arrived to hey. Israel uh, today. She has reconnected uh, to be at a wedding from her camp friends. So Johnny was supposed to go. Yeah, Johnny the boyfriend. Uh, and was really excited to take Johnny. He had all these trips planned. He tears his Achilles. Playing ball. Playing, playing basketball. Ball, right? Uh. So he had uh, surgery on Tuesday. So... He uh, he didn't go, and Jess was really struggling. Do I go? Not go? I'm I'm really proud that she just chose to go. So she got there, uh, which is great. Uh, Alex, he's uh, Alex is doing really work, but he I don't want to. He's, he he met a, a, a young lady. Oh yes, well, I won't give the name out, but met a young lady. All right, uh, and invited her. The chickest thing out. It's called Country Thunder Music Festival. Wow, it's in Arizona. It's a huge country music festival happening all weekend. It's I guess it's the Coachella of country, country music. Country music, yeah. Uh, so he's out there having a good time. Michaela is having a season at softball, right? Yeah, love following her. So following her. And Brianna just had her first softball game yeah. at Roosevelt. And uh, they won, and she played shortstop. So, uh, and, of course, the end of the marking period. Mm-hmm. And as a dad, uh, my wife is on spring break now. Yeah. So, so we're gonna have, how the kids do? I know we we uh, we now have two kids who are on the high honor roll. So yes. I'm very proud. So what's amazing is we've had conversations about Michaela in math. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's an honors algebra two. Yeah. Uh, Jess and I have said drop algebra because it gives her mental anxiety. Yeah. And she won't do it. She won't do it in an early part. Drop of the, honors or drop algebra. Drop two? algebra two honors because okay. okay. and she takes all these honors classes. You know we don't 
we're not pushing for this. We, we want her to dislike school and everything else. But no, she insists on honors algebra too. She goes in for help during lunchtime, after school. Uh, she had like a low C, 72% at one point, because she just struggled with the exams and really poor. Mm-hmm. So she kept working, she kept working. The marking period just ended on Friday, yeah. right? She had a quiz on Thursday ah. that she got like a 20 out of 30. This is like shooting a, a three-pointer at the buzzer, at right? At the buzzer, right? At the buzzer. And because of that quiz, 80% gets to be in the freaking class, uh, which is, you know, she worked harder for that B yeah. than she has worked for any other grade for anything at all. Well, it's an honors um, course, so yeah. what the colleges will do will power yeah. rank that and give you an A. You know, so it is uh, uh, our girls, our kids, you know, you, uh, Aiden and, uh, and Perry, gives us, gives us lots of nachas. Lots of nachas. They do, they do. Um, it's but, just great, great joy. Great joy in Hebrew, you know. Yeah. And uh, but what I really want to talk about is I'm kind of excited over a potential bad of the dad event. We let's, have let's talk about. Can it. we talk about it? We could talk about it because I'm already in. It's in already happening. Mode. Yeah. Because we we teased it a few weeks ago. Yeah. And listeners, I'm telling you, I'm going to use this. It's not going to be the guest thing, but understand, it's just I got manwood about this. I'm so excited. Ooh, okay. All right. It's a good thing I'm sitting on the other end of the couch. Right. So just be careful. We are going to host. Right. Mm-hmm. A bad of the dad, mm-hmm. Father's Day comedy special. That's right. 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 We're saying it, it is happening. It is going to happen. It's going to happen local to us, but mm-hmm. we're going to record it. Yeah. So we can play the audio back in the off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do want to talk about what's going to happen in the off season in the last block of our program. Oh, I know. Because listeners have been texting. They're a oh. little upset that. We're only doing 12 episodes, and we're going to wrap this season up I know. by the first week of May. And, like, what am I going to do? What am I listening to? What am I going to do to Labor Day? Because you guys take this long break off. And we have, I mean, who knew? We got, like, legit listeners. We're, we're, yeah. we're getting 1,100, 1,200 downloads on a weekly basis. We're getting a lot of DMs and IMs saying, you know, we need, we need, we, you're, you're going to take off May, June, more. July, and August. No, 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 that's not acceptable. We want more. It's like it's almost like we're the podcast of Netflix and people just wanting more because they're afraid to get canceled. And we're not going to get canceled because we do it ourselves. <laughs> the way I see it, if Stranger Things can take off three years, so why why can't we take off no, four months? But no, but we got some specials coming on. But this Bad of the Dad comedy right, festival, comedy Father's Day comedy special, mm-hmm. which is going to happen happen the the <laughs> Thursday before Father's Day, yeah. is. Something that I am so excited about, Adam D. Now, are you going to do material? Well, coach, see, I'm or glad you asked me. Be a, a producer. I'm glad you. I'm glad you asked me because I, I've I've always dreamed, mm-hmm. like you know, I've watched you and I've marveled at your skill and ability to go off and do what you do. I mean, I'm so proud. I am like, uh, I just, I, I just, I just get so excited. I, I get verklempt. With excitement oh, wow. over watching, which is it's another Yiddish word. That's um, that's an, an emotional threshold right. that most people don't and reach. And I get so excited, and I am so proud of what you've done. And you've come such a long way. The more you do it, the better you get. And I know it. I've always wanted to because when I when I speak, right, and I teach, I consider myself an edutainer, mm-hmm. right. So I have a lot of I make people laugh. You're doing this anyway. And I do this In anyway. Ways, yeah. So I don't consider myself a comedian, but I consider myself as someone who's there to entertain, to make people yeah. laugh, yeah. to make it more fun. And I got stories. And so you asked me if, if I want to do a set. And I'm like, you know, back and forth. And I said, yeah, I like to do a set. So then I tell Jessa, I tell my wife, right? You know what she says? Don't do it. She says, don't do it. <laughs> she says, she puts the kibosh. She goes, no way. And why is that, coach? She goes, because you're crude. I don't want you to be crude. Well, I'm like, so are like ninety percent of comedians. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I think I'm a funny guy. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, 
am I crude? I mean, I know I could be. A, I know I could be an ass. I know that. But is being an ass no being argument crude? here? Is that is, is being an ass being crude? No, I, I think you know. Like I said, most of the comedians you see going up there are asses. And when you say crude, I think we're talking about language, right? Are we talking about sexual references? I, I don't is that know. We're talking about? I, I don't know. About I, potty jokes? I, I don't think so. And I have a lot of. I think I. You and I've often talked about just different things I'd like to talk about. Just my roles being a dad, being a parent, yeah. uh, as a professor, mm-hmm. uh, the stuff I get through sports and parents. Yeah. So you know what? I'm going to go on record here. Yeah. I'm doing it, and I'm not going to be crude. I'm going to be funny, and if for some reason I stink, so be it. I'll own it. I'll own my stinkiness. Most most comedians who debut, yeah, they don't hit it out of the park. But you know what they do? They get up there. And they put themselves out there. So this could be very historic. So yeah. one of your beloved mm-hmm. Bad to the Dad podcast hosts is yes. going to have a stand-up debut yes. around June 16th. Absolutely. So I'm going to do wait. it. I'm, I, I, I am all in. Well, you know, Coach, I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. And if I can help oh, you you're in crafting help. You're gonna help. your set in any way, you're gonna help. I'd be happy. So you're gonna I have no choice in the matter. I'm going to be helping Coach Randy. <laughs> very cool. Well, I tell you, we have another funny guy who you're going to hear from in just a few moments, and that is Dave Brecker, the CEO and founder of Prompt and Circumstance. He's also a, a wild and crazy but really, really fun dad. And we are going to hear about banana bread diplomacy on the next segment. So keep it here on Bad to the Dad. Bad to the Dad would now like to thank one of our sponsors. Running your own business is hard. You have customers you need to keep happy revenue streams that need to keep flowing, and you've got competition. When running a business of any size, it's important to have an image that stands out. Nobody understands that better than Berman Branding. Need a website from scratch or a website reboot? Berman Branding. Looking for a marketing plan for a new product or service? You gotta go Berman Branding. How about a new logo? Becky Berman and her talented team designed Bad to the Dad's Bone Daddy logo, featured on our social media accounts and our website. You'll even get marketing research and insights from Berman Branding to help you build the best awareness strategy. Even Coach Randy is a client. Berman Branding. Visit them at Berman Branding on social media or BermanBranding.com. We are bad to the dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Social media posts, you love them. You can't get enough of them. So we're going to keep giving them to you. And our handle on most social media platforms is at bad to the dad. That's at bad to the dad on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can even connect with Coach Randy and me on LinkedIn. We also have a website because if you're anything, you still have to have a website. And that is badtothedad.com where you can gather information about upcoming or past episodes learn a little bit more about your host, Coach Randy, and me, Adam D. And you can even download episodes from the website if, in fact, you can't seem to find a way to navigate Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So the website, great source for that. You can even reach out to your host if you have a show idea, question for your guests, guest idea. Please, we'd love to hear from you. Contact us at badtothedad.com. If you want to sponsor Bad to the Dad, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, contact us at badtothedad.com is the best email to use to reach out to Coach Randy and me. 
Coach, I am thrilled to introduce our next guest. He's an old high school buddy named Dave Brecker. He's not just a, a fun and witty and entertaining dad, but he is also the CEO and founder of a company, a real niche company called Prompt in Circumstance, which provides teleprompter services to probably some of your favorite shows. And we'll get into that in just a bit. But Dave, it is great to see you again. And welcome to Bad to the Dad. Welcome, welcome. You forgot uh, one uh, major accomplishment, second chair of uh, Baritone oh, Sax. I was going to ask you, Dave. Okay. I was going to ask you, when Ryan, was the last the great time? Adam Chandler. Adam when, Chandler yeah, too. so I was chair one, you were chair two. And I think uh, we, we really look forward to those those first period band, right? Because that's when we did first period band. More for the, the shtick that we did, you oh, know, those. My goodness. Uh, to this day, I still quote both of us uh, uh, to my children, to anybody who will listen. Nobody knows my references. Uh, it was, what, 35 years ago, something to that effect. Um, well, it's not ageist, but yes, it was that far <laughs> back. You know, so I was actually at a, an event last night, and I ran into a high school friend, and she said, when are we going to have our, our 30th reunion? And I'm like, people are still doing that? People are still gathering? It's very weird. I keep gathering until like there's five people left, and you're just 60th anniversary, say, this, and this, five of you. <laughs> well, that, or you know, everybody loves a good super spreader, and that's, that's probably what that, that's what that would be, because it was such a big class. But Dave, let me ask you this. Yes. Be real with me. Mm, I'll do the same. Be nothing but. When is the last time you picked up a baritone saxophone? <laughs> the last time I picked up a baritone saxophone. Well, uh, last time I picked up a baritone saxophone was the uh, uh, the summer of 1994 when I graduated high school. Okay. That said, I have an to my right. There is an alto saxophone, uh, which my children pick up daily uh speaking of super spreader there are a bunch of uh reeds in there that are probably uh some super spreaders themselves um and uh that i just picked up last week so you know okay, so you're, you're still in there good for you when I, when I tell a peer that i have been playing the saxophone for over 30 years i am not lying however when was the last time you picked up a... Oh, I was afraid you were going to ask me that. <laughs> well, no, no, you said you were going to talk about it. Yeah, no, I said I would be real. Yeah, so you're going to yeah. be real. So exactly. baritone said the last time I picked up a baritone saxophone was, you know, senior year in high school. So it was 1992. Okay. Um, alto saxophone was when my kids were little, they wanted to hear me play. <laughs> and long story short, they don't ask me to play yeah. the saxophone anymore. Right. Yeah, that, I will not ask you to play. Don't ask me to play. Now the new instrument of choice in our house is the drums, much to the chagrin of our neighbors. Mm -hmm. But my my son is a percussionist, and he's going to do marching band next year. So it all comes full circle, Dave. Uh, yeah, it really does. Um, yeah, this is uh, I'm I'm I have been uh, trying to get my children into the band. Uh, my wife has done everything that she can to keep them away from the band. She what is your so? What does your wife want want your kids to do? Uh, I think she wants them to be the the popular kids that don't ever get oh. them for anything. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you, can see, you can see this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we were pretty cool though, as a band. You guys we were, were cool. very cool. We I think we might have been the only cool band in the history of bands, though. Yeah, and, and that just at least your band, band in at least at least in high school. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> so she wants your kids to be popular. What does she hope your kids are involved with? Well, they're uh, they're getting into hockey now. Sports, um, what you're saying? Yeah, right. They're uh, New Jerseyans, which for some reason we love hockey and 
that's about it. Maybe curling. I don't know why. They can't go wrong with curling. That could be an Olympic sport right there. We, um, uh, my, my oldest child who is, uh, nine years old, is going to be 10 in July. Mm -hmm. Uh, he, uh, he's very into basketball, Mm -hmm. he's into playing basketball. I'm not going to, you know, listen, I love my children. Air quotes, air quotes playing. He's, Mm -hmm. he's into the heavy air quotes playing. Uh, sounds like a participant ribbon right there. Right there. Deserves, deserves the put, uh, the middle just showing up. He's got to figure out what to do with his arms, but we'll Mm -hmm. get there. We'll get there. Um, his NBA contract is, you know, we're, we're negotiating. Uh, the, the ink hasn't dried yet though. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, <right here>. um, <laughs> my young guy, my young guy, is six years old. He is, um, he's, he's like the personification of, uh, of the Tasmanian devil. So he, he can really do anything as long as they refer to him as the wild thing. Like those wild. are air quotes, the wild things, because ironically, what is the name of this episode? Dad's Gone Wild. Woo, perfect. Let me invite him down. to do with spring break nudity. It just has to do with the chaos. Well, I have both. I have chaos and spring break nudity. Uh, my son is in Aquaman uh, underwear right well, now. Who is and it? That's it. Now, I got to Co- tell you. Coach Randy's in Aquaman. I often wear my Aquaman. My favorite is Superman with the matching, right? The underoos. Did you have underoos growing up there? I did have underoos. They're not referred to as underoos anymore. They're just underwear. It's just underwear. It was a great marketing ploy because I love my... Superman underoos. I had uh, the flash because yeah. I thought that the underwear would make it go faster. Yeah. But when you're overweight for, mm-hmm. you know, the age I was, six years old, the, the underwear is not going to make you run faster, but it's going to make you think but faster. But it makes you feel better. Yeah. So that is where, dad, where dad's gone wild. As a matter of fact, you've had quite a wild morning in your household, correct? I did, yes. Uh, there was a banana bread uh, kerfuffle uh, not minutes ago. That was handled by me. I am I am alone in my house right now. Uh, with two children. I'm hanging on this banana bread story. Yes. I got to know what's happening. Uh, we refer to it in my uh, house as banana bread gate mm. uh, 2022. No. Um, I served uh, my son who, by the way, uh, six years old, woke up at 930. So he's six going on 15, 16. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's a great, wow. to get good that, for you. Get a, a and you're home alone. Life. Bravo. I'm home alone. Uh, I'm home alone. And uh, I served him a banana bread, which by the way, I made from scratch. Uh, yeah. Don't you wanna... put chocolate chips in your banana bread? Or is it straight banana bread? Well, I do. I do half and half. I have two very picky children. Uh, so there's one half that doesn't like anything. He, he doesn't like anything on top of or inside of anything else. Hmm. Uh, to, that'll to change. Eat. That'll change as he gets older. Wow. You know what we're hearing right now, Dave? Dad's <laughs> gone wild. We're, we are hearing banana bread diplomacy. Absolutely. <laughs> as he becomes a teenager, he or care about things that go on top and things that go inside. I'm just letting you know that will change as a yeah, 15 year old. It's more boy. of like a sixth, seventh grade kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I, apparently, they're learning about this in, in second grade, according to some of the more. Uh, True, but they're also they're also learning Mandarin right. at this age. So yes, <laughs> uh, but back to uh, banana bread dis- diplomacy. Uh, if I had a shoe, I would. I would uh, <laughs> Khrushchev, Khrushchev view right now. Uh, yeah, this is. Uh, by the way, this story is absolutely going to go nowhere. Uh, it. it my, my son was complaining that he had cold banana bread, which he's literally had every time I've served him banana bread. I've never heated it up. Uh, and, um, I think he knows that I'm on a podcast with you guys. 
Uh, he knows that I am doing something. Uh, that's been the theme of the last two years when my children know that I am deeply into something. Uh, I, they, they come alive. <laughs> they do what I'm, kids do. They do what kids they do. They do what kids do and uh, bless their hearts. I, I, I love them for it. Someday I will look back on this and say, uh, I had two years to write that great American screenplay. And just never happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got nailed in the Nards with a, uh, with a, a lightsaber. There you so, go. <laughs> literally and figuratively so how did you resolve this 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 banana bread did you i mean what'd you do it was cold banana it was bread. and because i'm sure you're the kind of dad that you can't have a child eating cold banana bread no 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 you know i i've uh worked very hard in my life to provide uh a warm banana bread for my family and um what I did was I, I, you asked me before what the optimal temperature. Well, I was curious to know, what is the optimal temperature for warm temperature? I think, well, yeah. if I knew the science of microwave uh, heating, technology, or something, yeah. technology heating, um, I, I would be able to tell you the, uh, the, pro, the, the, the perfect temperature for the interior of banana bread. Um, whatever 20 seconds in a microwave. On All right, a 20 seconds. Oh, okay. I'll, uh, provide. Yes. Um, but note to self. But please seconds. check the settings on your own microwave yeah. if you run into the same dilemma. This, this, is, this is valuable information this here. Is very, it, it, it may be different if you're uh, if you're in Colorado, if you're in Denver, Mile High oh. City. There are different settings. You might want to check. Makes that. sense. I grew up in Colorado. That is so nice. We have listeners in Denver. So sure. now you're knowing the difference. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I knew my target audience. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you know it. That is in, listeners in Denver. You know, this is the stuff we do for you here on Bad to the Dad. Is we find we find guests who know the target market uh, and what you do. This is fantastic. Now we know. I know that you have to adjust. You, and we, and we talked about uh, Central Time. Uh, you know this this happened at uh, what I'm going to say 10:04 a.m. Eastern Time. Mm -hmm. You have to adjust for uh, Central and Mountain Time. You know, which is great. I think we're 10 minutes, 15 minutes in the podcast with our guests. We've learned about baritone saxophones and banana bread. But this is, this is value. You know, we didn't think we were going to get into all this. This, this is good stuff. This is good. Now, now let's I don't know that you've actually learned anything about yeah. any of those, but yeah. we've discussed them yeah. on the surface. This is sometimes where the podcast goes. And and oftentimes, the, these are the segments I'm rewinding and, and listening back to because, you know, there's there's just an unexpected brilliance that occurs. <laughs> Um, you know, you're talking about target audience is, is synonymous with off the rails. I yes. guess. Oh, yeah, uh, big time. Okay. We hope so. Okay. We hope so. Yeah, we're, we're trying to we're trying to reach, um, you know, asylums and certain prison wards. Okay. I think we're doing a hell of a job today. Yes. I got to say, we, we agree. That's why it's called Dad's Gone Wild. That's <laughs> and and putting the bad and bad to the dad. But bad is in good. Like not, bad, 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 not like, bad meaning bad, but bad yeah. meaning good. Yes. Right. Uh, to quote the great sage, uh, run, Reverend Run. Yeah, run. that's right. Uh, of Run DMC. Yes, who is also fairly local to us. Yes, Reverend he is. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been spotted at several malls. That's yes. that's the greatest thing. Uh, when I tell people that I work very closely with celebrities, uh, generally uh, locally, I get the uh, you know the one-upsmanship. Oh, I I met Reverend Run at uh, at the mall. But did you play basketball with DJ KG? Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and season one guest, and was he a member of your podcast? Oh wait, you don't have a podcast. I don't have a podcast. <laughs> you guys win. 
<laughs> so man, that's a mic you know drop. drop walk mic away, drop. we win. But Dave, Dave has. <laughs> I'm gonna go heat up some more uh, banana bread. Yeah, but make sure there's enough all I can for, do. for all of us. Yeah, but Dave has cavorted with with quite the celebrity, and you know, you're talking about target audience. So you know, people have been watching a lot of TV and on you know various devices, and there's certainly a lot of content out there, and there's so much that goes into a television production. Yet Dave has really threaded the needle. He has found the niche. In, 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 a lot of people talk about the, uh, you know, go in, go in the back door of Hollywood, go, you know, go right up to the front door and knock on it. I went in through some weird like side through the kitchen, kind of kind of like that scene in Goodfellas when he's yes. walking, you're walking through, through the park and he's, uh-huh. he's, he's mentioning it. I, I'm not I'm not actually Ray Liotta. I'm like the the, the kitchen help <laughs> over here. <laughs> Just like preparing and going, oh, it must be important. So Dave, tell us, you know, the the name of the business, of course, is called Prompt and Circumstance, which is a hilarious play. There it is. We'll take a picture of that and put it on social media. But you you provide. I got to tell you, you must have spent a fortune on that. uh, Yeah, on that that, uh, transparent sticker. That is really quite something. Who's your designer for that? Uh, My designer. Do, do you have to have a designer for things? (laughs) Most people in business have something. We have, we happen to have. Bourbon branding. Bourbon branding. At bourbonbranding.com. I heard that and I looked it up. See? So she yeah, I hope you guys saying, got like a little tick on your uh yeah. whatever thing. Anyhow, so uh, <laughs> congratulations so, on the uh, uh so the you've, logo there. you've got this business. It's a teleprompter business. First of all, tell us why teleprompting versus any other arena of, of television. How'd you get into that? Uh, well, uh, Lolo was many years ago, and uh, I believe it was the year 1999. I was a young, uh, budding, out-of-work uh, uh, film major from Penn State, oh. and uh, the internet was, uh, was in its infancy, and I happened to find a, a, a job listing on a, uh, on a trade uh, a site uh, that mentioned, hey, do you like, uh, do you like money? That's that's a check. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like to travel? Check. Uh, do you like to work in uh, in the entertainment industry? Big old check. Uh, so I I showed up at this one, a very bizarre woman's house. Uh, both the house. And- I love where this story's going. A little shady, Dave. I love where this going. I honestly, I I am I am not uh, kidding here. I thought either I was going to be murdered or signed up for a pyramid scheme. I yeah, had no like, idea what was happening, yeah. uh, but it turned out uh, this this woman was uh, quite lovely and and um, was just desperate for people to work for her and um, and she showed me the ropes and it turns out uh, you know my um, my interest in in computers at an early age uh, I, I had a very rudimentary as you know bare bones uh, PC as you can. Uh, muster um, that was working on the DOS operating system. Oh, no, that's old school. Away. So it's a Commodore yeah. C colon. Yeah. I'm sorry. Was it a Commodore sixty four or something? No, it was it was post Commodore sixty four. It was like the uh, the gateway between Commodore sixty four and this MacBook that I have now. Oh, okay. I, I, maybe not a gateway. It was more like the <laughs> more like the rusty lock floppy disk. Display. Floppy disk, right? They were really oh, like the big floppy disk. Yeah, the, the big floppy. Not the not the tiny mainframe size yes right the ones where if you if you touched a, the wrong spot 
on the floppy disk, the entire thing was ruined forever. <laughs> and never get your information back. Uh, so uh, yeah, so I, I learned the ropes. I ended up loving it. I, I'm a decent speller, uh, thanks to my sister I, and, and my dad uh, and, and my mom to an extent. Uh, I, I have um, somewhat of a, uh, an expansive vocabulary. I don't know about that. Maybe not, but expansive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's at least a dollar 50 yeah. word. In there, <laughs> uh, nonetheless, uh, I'm, I'm fairly, uh, good with words, fairly, fairly good with words. I, that should be my motto. Yeah, I'm not sure if yeah. that really worked for you. Yeah. Right? That was, uh, I'd go back and you try just, that you again. just pile drove that one. But yeah. 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 Um, can we go back to banana bread? Is that yeah? I tell you, I got a lot of lot of material. Banana bread. Yeah, are... not so much. I'm I'm boring myself with this. Anyway, oh, we're, uh, we're here I am. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> Twenty years later. Twenty two years later, and uh, and I have a business of my own. Actually, uh, it's uh, I kind of started my own business in 2007, and uh, my first client was Bon Jovi. Believe it or not. Wow. And my second, what, yeah. what did he need with telepromptering? Uh, well, he's he's got about four hundred songs in his uh, repertoire. Okay. So he uh, he likes to pick and choose from his uh, you know from the popular ones and the not so popular ones. He, he gives you know gives it to his fans, and uh, it was only supposed to be a two week uh, uh, venture, and it ended up uh, here we are. He's actually on the road right now with my uh, business partner in L.A. So so, so when sweet. Bon Jovi's on stage. He's, he's on stage reading and off he, the teleprompter the the lyrics he calls uh an audible as you sporting types uh might uh, <laughs> refer uh, <laughs> you know what an audible is coach randy right yes yes that's when you you go to the line thinking you're gonna play one play but you look at your defense and you say wait we got something else going on. we're gonna call an audible change the play there yeah thank you for the that's edu- it that's yeah. right so um yeah uh uh john bon jovi um i call him john Johnny, uh, JB. <laughs> uh, JB, actually JB is, uh, is really what people call him. No kidding. Got a rest stop named after him. So, you know, he's big time, man. Right. Uh, it's a good he's thing. They don't call him by his last name initials. Cause that just wouldn't, you know, yeah. JBJ. Well, some, some people would like to refer to him as, as BJ, but, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, so uh, he he likes to uh, pick and choose from his uh, <laughs> from any of his four hundred songs, and uh, if he's on stage and he wants to sing a different song, there we are. So Just wait, so so you find this crazy lady in the middle of freaking nowhere, and. <laughs> You just well, go right the it's nowhere. It was like Midtown Manhattan. So, <laughs> but it was late nineties Midtown. And, Manhattan. Some, I mean, was was her was her business a teleprompter business? It was a teleprompter. Okay, business. all right. That's I don't our listeners needed that 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 closure period to oh, make. The I'm sorry. I. Uh, no, no, I but that's why we're here. Gone wild. Oh, uh, I don't. You know. So it's it's a random teleprompter. You get good at it, and then you say, "I can go off to. I can make money on my own." And your first client is John Bon Jovi. Yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot in between there, but I didn't want to bore you with the you know seven years of. <laughs> no, we don't need to bore. I tell you, you were going right to John Bon Jovi is a is a, is a very good well actor flip. You know to what? How your career has progressed. I, I will say this: uh, a lot of I, I found that a lot of companies were using uh, antiquated 
uh, technology. They were using computers that were based on DOS uh, in the early 2000s. And uh, it was, and they just kept going. And, and I, I found that I would get onto uh, sets and would be uh, mocked <laughs> for this uh, just horribly outdated uh, equipment. Uh, so I decided being a uh, somewhat of a Mac person, I was the I was the guy in the 90s who used the Mac in the uh, computer labs at college and would be seen screaming, running from said uh, uh, lab, um, trying to find somebody to help me when that bomb, yeah. that bomb icon showed up. Oh, uh, oh, funny yeah. enough, I had a... Sh uh, uh, one of my friends had a shirt made for me of that icon, which I was wearing yesterday. I should have worn that today. Um, Quick question. Quick question. Because you talk about teleprompters, right? Right. And I think most individuals think teleprompters are what the presidents use or speakers use as they come up and they, you see these teleprompters. I'm getting right. a sense, if you're talking John Bon Jovi, I don't see John Bon Jovi out there with these little teleprompters with these big screens. Well, with, okay. So there there are... There are different types of teleprompters. I didn't know that. Ah, okay. I'm well, packing it. Yes. I'm packing. Foremost, I'm I'm actually impressed that you know that the president uses a teleprompter with those plates of glass. Mm -hmm. I would say a good seventy to eighty percent of people think that that is actually bulletproof glass. To which I, <laughs> to which I usually respond, that would have to be a very very specific threat. <laughs> for that. There's shoot only two. going to either shoot from this angle or this angle, and it's going to be at like a 37 degree shot. Or they like, just want to make him lose his place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but those are actually uh, teleprompter. Um, those that's teleprompters uh, in its purest form. It's a, mm -hmm. a mirror. Uh, if you've ever played an old video game that has the the monitor. Uh, uh, it, within the cabinet, and then there's a mirror in, in front of it, uh, projecting or... Uh, right, so listeners, what's happening right now is he's describing this with his hand in front of his face to understand what it looks like. I just want to give the image so our listeners can, can appreciate, and now you're going into a puppet figure. Yeah, I was actually, yeah, that's what, what I was doing. Yeah. That's what I do when I lose my place. I just kind of talk to myself mm -hmm. with a puppet hand. Anyway, um, yeah, so a, um, uh, most teleprompters use uh, a, a monitor uh, 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 parallel to the floor uh, reflected in a uh, 45 degree or so uh, paint, plate of reflective uh, two-way glass. That was really hard to explain for some reason. I've only been doing this for 22 years. <laughs> um, however, uh, in the case of uh, John Bon Jovi, uh, who by the way, probably wouldn't want me to advertise that I'm his teleprompter guy for years. All right, it stays between us. It stays between <laughs> us and over everybody else that we get listening to Belgium, in Belgium. <laughs> if you're in Denver, uh, you can tell anybody you want, but anybody else, just I'll keep this a secret. Um, so anyway, we uh, we put these uh, these actual TV type monitors inside of a uh, what's called a sound wedge. And if you've ever been on a stage, if you've ever uh, seen a performance, you've seen these black speakers facing the uh, performer. Mm -hmm. uh, well, nowadays, uh, if you're seeing a really big performance and you see these black things on stage, 
chances are they're a teleprompter. Ah, oh, okay. I usually use uh, in ear. Yeah, um, I always see the earplugs. I always right. what those earplugs are. Yeah, they use uh, specially molded uh, ear uh, uh, speakers, mm-hmm. uh, which you can actually get made just for yourself to listen to your uh, phone or your uh, your iPad or whatever other listening device you have. Um, That's kind of yeah. Um, so uh, Bon Jovi just roams around the stage and he finds the lyrics on these little monitors. Um, I have other clients as well but so, so uh, let's talk dave let's talk about some of those clients because you've you've got some you got some pretty big time clients and you know i'm sure you don't hear a lot of you know i really enjoy your work dave because it's kind of behind the scenes and you don't see it on screen right. but who are, who are some of your other clients that our our listeners would know uh well i work uh i personally work for the tonight show uh starring jimmy fallon um that has been something that i've kind of been doing uh, for since he was on late night. Uh, so it's been about 13 years, but I've generally done his, his remote work. Like if you've ever seen those, those videos, I don't know if you guys are fans of the Jimmy Fallon show. If you've ever seen, uh, yeah, that was funny. If you, what's that? <laughs> he's a big character all the time inside that life. He was the best. He's the best. He's, yeah. he's uh, still breaks by the yeah. way, a little too yeah. often, I think, but um but that's his shtick yeah um and at least he's a little bit self-aware i heard the other day he was uh uh, off the cuff talking to the uh to the audience and he said yeah you know i still laugh at myself whatever that's my thing so just so you know he's down to to earth he's He's down to earth very down to earth guy he's like really tall right uh yeah i mean not abnormally tall he's he's like like, over six feet tall no he's not like chandler tall but he's uh i'm like a shade over six feet with the afro six two <laughs> the afro yeah and by the Let's way reference there yeah. you go we okay. got in we hit quota oh you guys have a uh an afro quota oh no uh, it's a it's a fletch it's line, a fletch line. Uh, yeah there's oh, certain, oh my god movie. how did yeah. i miss the fletch line yeah yeah oh. yeah this, right. is, this is why i was second chair yeah. <laughs> when I left, there was only one baritone saxophone, and Dave was still second chair. I was still second chair. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure uh, Simonisi would have liked it that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you actually work for Fallon, but so you're for Fallon. on the East Coast, right? I'm on the East Coast, yes. Uh, this is this was a historic moment that the uh, Tonight Show was brought back to the East to, Coast. To, to L.A., but you're still connected, even though he's in L.A. Uh, no, he's no, in balance on the East Coast. Oh, that's right. That's right. a show in New York. That's right. Yeah. New York. That's uh, right. You are not the first person to confuse him with Jimmy Kimmel, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's it. That's what I got. <laughs> do, that, do, you, uh, do you do Kimmel too? No. As a matter of fact, uh, for uh, uh, April Fool's Day this year, they switched shows. Uh, so I remember that. That was a. Yeah, I was yeah, Kimmel was, was out with us. So I guess technically I worked for Kimmel for a day. Uh, and then Fallon flew out to LA. It's a big, hmm. big uh, thing. This is the, the banana bread of uh, of late night talk shows. Yeah, you got to make sure it's at the optimal. He just tied, he just circled back to banana bread. Yeah, he well, he's a, he's a clever guy. This is why he I've owns. Learned, his- listen, over my career, I've learned comedy callbacks uh, yeah. are are you know optimal to a good podcast. People like things that are familiar. There's no question. Right. I got to ask you this, Dave. Yes. Do you have any involvement in the latest Oscars? Oh no, <laughs> no, no involvement whatsoever. Yeah. However, uh. uh uh, Chris Rock is one of our clients and ah. um, yeah and we did um, I, I didn't do it myself because I was at uh, the Tonight Show 
Uh, but I had one of my employees uh, go help him uh, uh, workshop some uh, <laughs> some jokes at a comedy club downtown yeah. in in Manhattan. And uh, yeah, he did a few shows and he, you know, cut some jokes. He worked on some jokes. He, he, you know how comedians do that. Uh, and um, uh, now uh, we're semi-touring with him. Whenever he comes uh, around this area, he uses us uh, for his for his prompter needs. Uh, I get you. I'm, I'm, fa I'm, like, I'm fascinated by you being a second chair, Baritone Saxon High School. That's it. To, to going to, to Penn State. Right. It's going to Penn State. Right. Randomly going to some wild woman's house, taking a job. And X number of years later, you have your own company. You have employees. You're in this world of entertainment with some of the biggest stars in, in music, entertainment. And you're I just I think it's such a cool job that like you don't learn this in class. There's no there's no blueprint. No. There was absolutely, uh, listen, I, fascinating I, story. I, 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 mentioned, I went to, I went to film school at Penn state <laughs> and, uh, they did not, uh, that wasn't one of the, uh, courses, uh, that I took. It wasn't uh, teleprompting 207, uh, with, uh, <laughs> like on career day, they didn't say, uh, oh, you're a teleprompter. I want to, I want to no. be you, <laughs> but he, but he they found, didn't really give us much I of this either. kind of stuff. Dave. Yeah. I think it's fascinating that you found something and I, and I imagine it's fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's great fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, it affords me uh, the freedom uh, to to also watch this tie-in. You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. You, you guys sitting down? Not yet. One. Not okay. yet. Yes, I'm sitting down. It affords me the ability to be a good dad. <sighs> oh, you like that? Yeah. Notice the audience. Notice Another the audience. callback. <laughs> Denver just erupted. <laughs> <laughs> Banana bread producers. Oh, oh my God, he did it. <laughs> Back to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it, it gives me, um, you know, it, it, it's run sort of on a, I would say a hybrid freelance gig. Uh, what do they call it? The gig economy. Um, but it's also, uh, it, it can be a full-time job, uh, which it is for me. Uh, it, actually, it's kind of a, a two- full-time jobs um and uh but it whenever i need to take the time to be a you know to be a parent uh, a husband what have you uh i can i it's it gives me that ability um to do that and you know i, I can also somewhat be the cool dad for now until my kids be actually become teenagers and start to hate everything that uh, that i've come to build yeah, yeah. And they're gonna want to do the opposite of, of what you do, but they but they won't admit that because I think they they like the fact that that dad works with Chris Rock and and Jimmy right. Fallon and, well, and just, some of the biggest stars of TV and, and film and music. My my I had a moment. I had a very uh, cool dad moment yesterday. As a matter of fact, uh, my six year old came up to me out of absolutely nowhere, and um, really out of nowhere. Uh, he goes, daddy, do you know, do you have any friends who, uh, work on star Wars? Ooh. Uh, yeah. I want to uh, know that answer. Which I answered, Whoa, no, I don't. I'm sorry, son. That's uh, gotta be a massive disappointment to you. However, I did have a friend who was on, I have a, a very good friend who was on the set of, uh, episode three back in the day, mm -hmm. uh, and, and got to see the actual 
filming of Anakin Skywalker rising to uh, become Darth Vader. Wow. And uh, so I told him that story and he- Famous adjacent and cool adjacent, I'm sure. Yeah, cool adjacent. Um, but uh, that was at the same time. Yeah, that that actually, that was a cool moment because right after hearing that story, I got to stand on the actual uh, Fortress of Solitude on the uh, the newer Superman movie of Superman. that era. So <laughs> um, anyway- so this this yeah. this gives you some some really cool travels as a professional as and, and as a dad and I can travel you know, I can I can uh, I, I can be in the entertainment world um, I have plenty of plenty of time to do what it is that I want uh, you know frankly I could have written the Great American Screenplay by now but you still can <laughs> I still it's can the power, it's the power of yet wait. I think he, he could do it. He just has to type it on a teleprompter. Absolutely. Right. It's the yes. power of yet. I have not written the great screenplay yet. Oh, okay. That's good dad advice. The great premise would be two baritone saxophone players <laughs> in high school. Save the One goes off and makes an incredible business working with John Bon Jovi. The other. I'm doing a street level podcast <laughs> with uh, one of my best friends. <laughs> See how it's different yet match yeah. and mirror each okay. other. It's it's right around the corner. I can feel it. It's yeah, uh, can, <laughs> after this podcast. I'm just going to sit down and furiously type. Awesome. Um, so, so, Dave, you already told us a little bit about the immortal chaos that occurs in your house on a random Sunday morning with uh, baked goods. Yeah, uh, you I, know, I, we're, I, and you and you, you to tell us about some of these these very uh, endearing stories uh, with your kids and your six year old and his uh, Star Wars fetish. We all have a Star Wars fetish. I mean, let's face it. We all wish we were Jedi. I like playing with I don't know if he quite knows what a fetish is at this point. I like playing with my lightsaber. You know what we're going to do? We're going to march in place with that reference with with this lightsaber. And then we're going to ask Dave about this. So what are some of the things that you like to do with your family when you're not prompting and you know, you're not, you're not dealing with banana bread crises. Uh, well, I, I enjoy a good, uh, I have two boys, so mm-hmm. I enjoy uh, a good uh, wrestling match uh, mm-hmm. just between us. We, my kids don't actually watch wrestling, but they are uh, uh, big fans of it somehow. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I really, I, you know, it, it's funny because uh, over the past two years, uh, nothing none of our interests have really been indulged. Um, <laughs> so, uh, aside from, uh, Disney, we went to Disney. I enjoy doing really anything with my family. And that was, uh, that was one, uh, uh four day, uh, oh God, I, I, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> I talk about going off the rails. But that's the yeah. chaos of, of the Brecker household. Again, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling to think of something I like to do with my family, but I really enjoy doing everything with them. Um, I enjoy uh, watching watching some movies with them. I mean, we watched, uh, oh gosh, it was just up for an Oscar. Um, Coda. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, that must have been the uh, sound effects. I think it won. I think it was uh, best foreign film, actually. Uh, <laughs> Monique. Uh, Le Hedgehog. Um, Monique. So, so you talked about wrestling with your kids real quickly. What's your favorite move? For me, uh, I go with the elbow slam. All right. Uh, or, 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 or the figure four. The figure four. I, think I love the figure yeah, four. Four is good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a good, uh, what's the one where you 
grab them by their ankles and oh, the, kind pile of, driver. the pile driver the pile driver yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. that's a good move a yeah, concussion oh. protocol is also a very good I mean, move I mean, do you have a safety word do you use some kind of safety word oh, did i mention i have two boys <laughs> you have two girls right yeah, actually, i have i have three daughters and a son my two older ones but i have okay. a 16 and a 13 so we we do we, we got the uh, but we have safe words yeah, no, we don't have safe words in this house. That's probably sh- something I should... Uh, Mine is, them. Dad, it's hurting. <laughs> <laughs> when my children actually learn the um, the colloquial uh, definition of, of the word uh, fetish, yes. teach them about safe words. Yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> no, we don't have one. Ouch certainly is not a safe <laughs> word. Um, stop that is not safe at all. All right. What about I can't breathe and I'm losing consciousness? Is that a nope. hint at all? Nope, not at all. I think um, blood, like actual uh, okay. blood. It's okay. So you see blood, that. then you know. Yeah. All right. Yes. Blood is the that's that's the big you know stop button. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it gets rough here. Well, uh, it's great. Well, I can imagine six. You said six and ten. Six and ten. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's testosterone. That's, that's, that is that's, testosterone. That is, that is uh, and. I can only imagine what it's like at the uh, bathroom and shower time with the uh, the very oh, the underpants and stuff like that. Again, I I, I, imagine your wife and what goes through there. My, oh, no, my wife uh, disappears uh, during yeah. bath time. That is yeah. not her time. Um, usually I'm walking in the door, uh, you know, right after dinner time. It's calm down time. Uh, and um, and uh, it's incumbent upon me to just take over. That yeah. is the that is the line. Right the there. second shift in the house there. She has yeah yeah she's clocked out. The you know she yeah. she put her uh, her time in in the clock the the time card. She's punched no out, and that's it. If you want any kind of maternal anything, uh, you have to go down the street find find another mom. That's great boundaries. That's great boundaries. Find the telephone in the apartment. <laughs> She'll take you. That's uh, that's what's going to keep me from uh, uh, employing the guy who was on two episodes ago. There you no, go. Right. Yes. Smart car. No. <laughs> uh, Fred Epstein. Yes. yes. Very yes. nice. That's very impressive. Yeah. So, so David, as we uh, it, fantastic conversation, uh, <laughs> love all the stuff. Uh, we do have a part of our show called Dad Vice, hmm. and it's where we asked our guest dads for their advice for dads. Take it however you want it. Just if you could offer offer our listeners. Uh, some dad advice from your perspective. Sure. Uh, well, uh, first and foremost, never hand your child cold banana bread ever. Right. Uh, warm mm. it up a little bit. Make sure it's. Uh, uh, no, you know what? Um, uh, another callback there. Um, I think uh, establishing boundaries without safe words. You don't need the safe words. Yeah. Uh, but it, establish boundaries early on. Make sure your kids know uh right from wrong it's as simple as that uh there is um that was that was early in our uh in their childhood uh i decided uh to kind of um you know employ that uh the the golden rule stays true in our house um and and really i i feel like dad to a certain degree is an antiquated term because I, I often find myself doing, uh, taking on the role of whatever I need to at that moment. If I need to be the mom at that point, the quote unquote, heavy air quote mom, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I shall be. Uh, but if I need to throw in some dad, uh, a little, you know, testosterone, uh, uh driven advice, 
um, then, then that's what I will be. So establish boundaries, but also recognize that the boundaries can be broken at any moment. And uh, I, I don't know, you know, just embrace the chaos for crying out loud. Yeah. So many you people a good job are, trying to, are trying to tighten it down and, yeah. and you know, uh, hover over their kids so tightly, but uh, embrace the chaos. Yeah. Good stuff, Dave. Dave, it was getting, uh, great getting reconnected. You know, yeah. love hearing your story. I mean, this was as much fun and as much chaos and stream of consciousness as I thought it was. I, I, I felt like I didn't actually say anything this you, entire you time. I feel more, like this you know, you gave more, more dad advice than you knew without it actually being, being dad advice, being collected <laughs> as dad advice. So I think, you know, if we ever put this one in the time capsule, people will go back and Banana bread, safe word. Star. I mean, there's just so much. Think, bon Jovi. Is the, the only place it should be is in a time capsule, somewhere in the middle of Denver, and uh, or maybe um, uh, what's a, what's another town uh, in Colorado? Uh, Colorado Springs. Yeah, Boulder. Yeah, you got Fort Collins. Right. Got um, um, Colorado Springs. Vale. Vale. Vale is nice this time. There's got to be a hole in the ground. You can bury this. We're going to find, we're going to take this thing remote and we'll, we'll bury it. But I want people to listen to it first because I think there's some really good stuff. So, so Dave, again, get great getting reconnected, just like old times. Um, I recommend that people go to your social media site at Prompt and Circumstance on Instagram, where you might learn about teleprompting, but you'll also get a window into what's going on in Dave's world from a <laughs> standpoint. You really want a window, go to super dude, man, Dave. Or super, that's that's a, at super dude, man, Dave. That's, 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 my, that's where if you want to embrace the chaos of the Brecker family, that's, that's where it's at. Um, get some <laughs> ideas, get some ideas. And I, I hope that you post something about your banana bread gate situation, because I oh, think many, many dads and parents alike will be able to, gather something from that uh, these, these are the life lessons they don't they don't put in the parenting books so thank you for sharing that with us and dave thanks so much for having so me on for making some time on on bad to the dad we appreciate it thanks for having me on we are bad to the dad download us wherever you find podcasts bad to the dad would like to recognize another sponsor the northern new jersey communities of morris essex and union counties have a lot to offer Access to parks, recreation, sports, entertainment. Let's not forget some of the best school systems in the country and bus and train lines to New York City. And if you're looking for a home in Morris, Essex, or Union County, one realtor really stands out. And that is the Stan K Group, a Compass Realtor. They know the schools. They know the people. How? Because they live here too. They're raising kids here, and like you, they want the best life for their families. If you happen to be moving from Hoboken, Jersey City, or any of the five boroughs, the Stan K team has an active marketing plan designed just for you, for a quick, hassle-free experience. So whether you're looking at Montville or Montclair, Westfield or West Orange, before you go anywhere, Go with Stan K. Contact Agent Idan Karen at his email, idan.karen at compass.com. That's Idan spelled I-D-A-N dot Karen, K-E-R-E-N at compass.com. Or call Idan at 516 
530-4726. We know Idan. We trust Idan. He's actually one of our neighbors. Call him at 516-730-4726. That's the Stan K Group, a Compass Realtor. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D, the podcast celebrating suburban dad life. I want to thank Dave Brecker, our guest on Bad to the Dad, of course, of Prompt and Circumstance, that fascinating teleprompter business. Uh, also learned a lot about his kids and, of course, banana bread diplomacy. See, we told you it was worth the wait. Also <laughs> want to thank all of our sponsors, too. And again, you can be a sponsor as well. Just hit us up at contact us at badtothedad.com. That's an email Contact us at badtothedad.com, and believe me, not only will we promote you, but we will over-promote you on the podcast, on our website, on social media, and again, we're getting some swag, so uh, I'm okay if our swag looks like a, a NASCAR and has a bunch of different sponsor patches on I'm all about sponsors, absolutely. So, yeah, so uh, get in on that, because we are the fastest-growing dad-themed podcast in all of humanity. So coach, uh, certainly a, uh, a fun episode. Um, you know, I think a lot of the stuff he said that wasn't about teleprompting was just great. Was cool. But the was, story about how he got into it. I know. I just, I, I, cool. I told you and I told him, I love stories like that. You know, a lot of work I do with, uh, younger people, millennials, it's kind of, you're, you're supposed to follow this blueprint and who would have thunk, you know, you just take the risk. I take the job mm-hmm. and somehow he ends up right, uh, in this career he works for the Tonight Show. Yeah. Right? With he, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Right? And he has this whole side hustle, which is not just a side hustle, it's big business. And he he, he threw he dropped a few names. Well, Coach uh, Chris Rock, right. John Bon Jovi, and there's right. a bunch of there's others. A whole bunch of others that he does. Yeah. Um I love those stories and I love how he comes back to the baritone sax. And it's, he's really I, and I always get excited to meet these people from your past. I don't have those kind of connections. I don't have those relationships anymore. I I sometimes envy that because I can just see how special and how they help frame you as a person. But I, there's one thing that's consistent about all these people is how amazing you were as a person then, and it all plays out to how you are now. And that's why I'm so blessed to have you in my life now because you've always been that way. Well, Coach, I know not to deflect and, and put this back on you, but you know, in your coaching, right, because you have a lot of young people yeah. that you coach, it's all about connections, yeah, right? Yeah. And staying connected yeah. and networking. It's hard Correct. work. Yeah, it is. But, and you don't do it just for personal gain. You do it because there's something very delicious about mm-hmm. uh, having a, a network and mm-hmm. having people who have expertise and, and kind of feeding off that expertise, mm-hmm. but feed, feeding off those friendships. And, you know, Dave, I, I hadn't really spoken to verbally in years. Yeah. But it was like old times, mm-hmm. right? And oh, you some, jumped some relationship. You jumped right in. And there's a lot of stuff that's done off. Off, uh, off record as recording, uh, we had 15, 20 minutes of just great stuff. We realized, okay, we yeah. got to stop. We got to get this stuff on tape. So this was the the relationship I had with Dave in high school. You yeah. know, we were partners in playing the baritone sax. We were the only two baritone sax players in band. And, you know, we started off our days with uh-huh. a lot of these conversations that just went off on tangents. A lot of it was about pop culture. And if it wasn't for our band director saying, shut the hell up <laughs> and, you know, put the horn in your mouth... I mean that that would have been first period. Yeah. So awesome stuff. 
Hey, listen, uh, we're at episode nine. Yes. And we only have three episodes left Towards the end in of the this season, season this which means that our season will end the first week of May. Yes, it will. Yes, it All will. Right, so here's the deal. Uh, a lot. <laughs> our, our listeners are smart and they're doing the math. Yes, and they're realizing that the season is almost over. Yeah, and then we typically take a, a long break. We do the take summer. a long break, partly because it's uh, seasons, camp, summer, whatever it is, and we want to listen to it. But something different, right, Adam? So, so here's the thing. You know, people have been coming back to us saying, you know, we're, we, we'd like more if you can give us more. And a lot of the feedback we get is we love your guests. Mm-hmm. You know, you pro- provide a lot of variety of guests. The interviews are very informational, but they're also very entertaining. But what we really like about your show is when you and Coach Randy mm-hmm. do your repartee mm-hmm. in the first block Ooh, of the I like program. how you said that, yes. repartee. Yeah, or schmooze, or if schmooze. you will, the or conversation. Stick, yes. And people have been saying, you know, I, I like hearing about what it's like to be a coach yeah. uh, of your own kids, yeah. right, in sports, yeah. and the college visits yeah. that we, we yeah. had done. Yeah. Um, you know, dealing with teachers that, you know, you may not agree with, yes. things like that. Yeah. You know, these kinds of stories. That we know all dads and parents are dealing with. And and maybe the way that we're framing it is we're not taking ourselves too seriously. So could we get some more of that? So, Coach, we had had this conversation. And what did we say? Maybe in the off season, yes. we do a few like bonus episodes yes. where Coach Randy and Adam D just mm-hmm. schmooze it up. Mm-hmm. And listen, this is a very interactive, participatory. And I like how you podcast. sit there and do the interaction with back your hand, back and forth with my back hand, with your hand, yeah. and not just you weren't doing it to me; you were doing it to the computer screen. The computer. This is my, <laughs> my way of saying, "Hey, audience, send us some topics." Yes. And Coach and I would love to yeah. to discuss that. Or if you're having a challenge with your kid, you're having some kind of it'd be it'd be like podcast therapy. Therapy, podcast consulting, okay. podcast It's like consulting. Dear Abby, right? A little, little, little podcast, dad advice from your own uh, Coach Randy and Adam well, D. you have to remember, we're, we're both certified coaches. Yes. So Coach Randy is... We're uh, certifiable. Uh, well, there's no question <laughs> about that. I mean, people knew that from episode one. And by the way... Yes, yeah, you told me this. I, I was stuck in traffic. I listened back to episode number one and? with Chris Diaz. And? Not so terrible. Not so terrible. <laughs> you know, the, I have to tell you, Hemingway... Yeah. Once said that the first draft of anything is shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought I was going to go back and like cringe. Yeah. And say, oh my God, we've come a long way, but yeah. I wouldn't listen to that first episode yeah. ever again. Yeah. It was it was, it was pretty not good. Bad. Yeah. No. It was pretty good. I mean, look, our chemistry's gotten better. Yeah. You interrupted me a lot. <laughs> I couldn't get a word in edgewise. The point I was trying to make was not the point that you were feeding off of, and we got completely derailed. But at least we're honest with ourselves, I'm right? So glad you decided to air our dirty laundry. It's a, it's, we were a work in progress, and now we're you know three years into this in season seven. It's so, so we're great very happy that it's with taking three years to openly yeah. acknowledge and, this. and our listeners are stuck with us. But but coach, so bonus material, yeah, bonus conversations. Bonus, now we're yeah. both you know you're like I said, you're a certified coach. Yeah. I'm a certified coach. This is what we do in our professional lives. If there's a topic you'd like us to discuss, let us know. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have the comedy special we're yes, working on. That is, I'm so excited. And i got to tell you, there's a lot of um, sci-fi, fantasy, superhero mm-hmm. streaming material that's yeah. going to drop yeah. in May and June. So we're going to have to have the dad geeks back yeah. on at some yeah. point in the summer to unpack all of that. Well, there's a lot so of stuff. Don't worry. Don't worry, well, listeners. Okay, we're so, not going to leave you high and dry right, during so the What summer. you're saying is we're going to end the season. Yeah. We're not gonna. We're, we're not pausing for a long pause. Yeah. We're gonna have little bonus moments, Inter, intermittent conversations. But look, it's not gonna. We're not gonna kick this out every. No, week. no, no. But we're, we want to keep. We want to satisfy the needs. You want to give them just enough. Mm-hmm. You want to give them just enough milk, not give them the cow. Mm. You like well that? Well played. Yeah. Well played. All I can think about are cows now. <laughs> and you know what's also good about those kinds of episodes? They help us pad our numbers so yes. we can get to two hundred a little quicker. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Listeners, dads, thanks so much for listening. We are Bad to the Dad. Have a great week and stay Bad to the Dad.